Welcome back to What Would Richard Say, a series that was started to give me an opportunity to talk on issues and topics that our alumni uh, want to hear about. Uh, this week, uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about expectations and acceptance. Um, those of you that know me know that I can be somewhat anal and it, it really also shows up more in my use of words and appreciation of words. So let me start with expectations. Uh, my, my silly example for that is often to say if I was very much in love with a person and that person leaves me and I am hurt and momentarily experiencing a heartache would you say to me to never fall in love again? Well, I would hope not. Just because you get hurt, just because it didn't work out the way you wanted it to or were hoping it would, doesn't mean that you don't want to try to fall in love again. So now let's come back to expectations. I hear in the fellowship, 12-step fellowships, very often members talk about how we shouldn't have expectations because expectations lead them to resentments or anger, disappointment. And that's why we shouldn't have expectations. I remember 30-some years ago being at a discussion meeting where expectation was the topic and everyone just about chimed in on how terrible it was to have expectations and how we shouldn't have expectations and expectations were somehow vilified. At the end of the meeting we left and I got in my car and I was stopped at a red light right by a bus stop where a lot of the people from the meeting were waiting for a bus. And I was a little bit of a shit disturber back then, a lot more than I am today, so I rolled up my window and I asked them all if they were expecting a bus waiting at the bus stop. Were they expecting a bus? And they all looked at me and they said, oh, you're such a dickhead. Well, anyways, to make up for it, I offered them a ride and said, get, get in the car, I'll drive you to the subway station. But I made my point that it's quite all right to have expectations. As a matter of fact, it's good to have expectations. I run a business. I have expectations of my employees. I have an expectation of my colleagues. I even have an expectation of my clients and how they should behave while they are in my place of business. I have expectations on how people around me should behave with me. They don't always meet my expectations. And it does happen, I guess, often enough in a year where I feel that I was, you know, disrespected or let down or my expectations were not met. And that's okay. All it means is I need to make sure that I don't wallow away in resentment and anger. But it doesn't mean that I should chuck my expectations. It doesn't mean that I shouldn't have expectations. I very often wake up in the morning and as I say, to my wife, have a great day, I sometimes say, expect a miracle today. 
I do expect miracles. I expect wonderful things to happen. I expect God's grace to be able to reach me at any time. I expect good things in my life. I love living that way. And if it doesn't happen, it's okay. All it means is I need to have a program that helps me not wallow away in self-pity and resentment. But I don't chuck my expectations. And so I encourage you to establish your expectations. What do you expect out of the people around you? And what do you expect out of life? And what do you expect out of your job? And what do you expect out of your career? What do you expect of yourself? These are all aspirational. And you might be at a bus stop expecting a bus to come, not knowing that a couple of streets up the line there was a terrible accident and buses are being rerouted and the news hasn't reached you yet. It can happen. It's okay. You have a program to deal with that, to not wallow away in resentment and self-pity. But you should be able to go back to that bus stop and expect a bus. It's okay. So, that's about expectations. Now, as far as acceptance is concerned, people who know me know it's one of my pet peeves. You know, the misuse of the word accept. Oh my God. And I keep reminding people, you cannot use the word accept unless you have the possibility to reject. If you cannot reject something, then you cannot accept it. It is arrogant for me to say I've accepted my alcoholism. I had no choice. It is a bad use of word. The words should be, I've come to be at peace. Or at worst, I've resigned myself to this reality. Or I've come to be at peace with it. That's what we really should be saying. And I understand that when people say the word accept, they, they're insinuating, or at least I hope they are, that what it means for them is that they've come to be at peace and they're no longer struggling with it. And then there's this whole idea that we should accept reality as it is. And they often quote the serenity prayer, which is another one of those prayers that I find to be abused as an escape for inactivity. Because everybody loves to hide. Everyone loves to hide behind the accept the things I cannot change. Oh boy, that, does, that gets quoted a lot. But there's another part to it that says, and the courage to change the things I can. Oh, imagine that. So that means that there are certain things in reality that I should not be accepting. Yes, it's reality at the moment. But that doesn't mean I should be accepting it just because it's reality. I should perhaps try to change it. I should perhaps have the courage to try to change it. How about that? That's how revolutions are brewed and that's how changes happen in society. Once upon a time it was illegal for women to vote. Imagine if they would have all been in a 12-step program where everybody would have been telling them, well, you just got to accept the things you cannot change. No. How about the courage to change the things you can and fight for it and work for it and go for it?
and make it happen if you can. And just because you can't doesn't mean that you shouldn't try. Maybe you'll succeed, maybe you won't. And if you don't succeed, there's going to be a smart ass that's going to walk up to you and say, I told you you couldn't change it, you had to surrender to reality. And your answer should be, no, I thought it was worthy of an effort to change it, and I gave it my best. My best wasn't good enough. I hope someone else picks it up. I hope someone better than me, more capable than me, picks it up and changes it because it needs to be changed. Reality is not meant to be static and forever. Evolution, evolution is part of that second part of the serenity prayer that says, have the courage to change the things I can. And of course, there's that third part that asks that we have the wisdom to know the difference. But sometimes, sometimes the wisdom to know the difference only comes after trying, not before. How do you know that you don't have what it takes to change it until you try? So, I look at it and I say, I prefer the words, be unperturbed, be at peace, stay at peace, regain your inner peace. That allows me to have expectations. It allows me to be at peace with when my expectations are not met. It allows me to have the courage to try to change things, even if I won't succeed or can't succeed, if after a couple of tries I realize that I don't have what it takes alone to make this happen. I can still come to be at peace and regain peace or maintain peace or nurture my inner peace in the face of adversity and in the face of things that should be changed, that I just don't have what it takes to change it. So, it's all about living the program, a program that invites me to let go and surrender resentments and anger, a program that invites me to take a look at what, which of my buttons got pushed that got me resentful in the first place, to take ownership of my reactions so that I can move back into being proactive rather than reactive. That's what recovery is all about. It's not about not expecting. And it's not about accepting things because someone says, well, that's reality. And I know that this could be dangerous thinking because some people will say, well, wait a second, Richard, you're inviting alcoholics to say, well, maybe I'm not an alcoholic. Maybe I can change this. Maybe I can learn to drink responsibly. Okay, maybe you can. How often have you tried? Have you really given it a valiant effort? If not, go ahead and do so. Give it a valiant effort. And maybe you can. And if you are an alcoholic, if you suffer of this disease, 
you won't be able to. You'll have great difficulty. And the proof will be there. And then, it's not a question of accepting. Because if you have this disease, it didn't ask your permission. So you won't be in a position to accept it. But you will be asked to admit it. To admit that it's there. And to come to be at peace with it. And then embrace recovery. So, those are my simple thoughts on this. And I hope you can accept them. Because on this point, I know that you also have the possibility of rejecting it. See, that's a good use of the word accept. So until next time, this is what I had to say.